Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to doubt when all the birds are singing in the sky and all the flowers are everywhere. <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Uh, welcome to the podcast Love the Graps, which is what we've named this podcast. <laughs> we called it the podcast Love the Graps. Yeah. Um, because it is a podcast and we love the graps. Um, We're very so, tired. Yeah, it's it's uh, th- this is our second podcast um, in in two days about the Progress Super Strong Style 16 Weekender. Yeah. Um, we've just got back from night two. It is 8.45. So really, we shouldn't be here. No, we had planned on going to the London Lucha Libre League um, in Bethnal Green. Uh, circumstances have conspired to leave us drained yeah. <laughs> and um, slightly grumpy. Um, maybe not grumpy. Just, just I'm a little bit grumpy. Uh, you're generally a bit grumpy. And when you're tired, you get grumpy. You're the grumpy one. No, I'm just saying, when I say you... I mean, humanity. (laughs) When humanity gets tired, it gets grumpy. Humanity. Huge manity. So, yeah, we're not at Triple L. And apologies to Bacon Jr. and all at Triple L. Yeah, I did really want to go. But the idea of travelling across London um, and then standing up in... Yeah. resistance gallery and possibly not getting and our poss- favorite spot well possibly not getting in yeah at all yeah and kate nash won't be there <laughs> yeah and neither will sammy jane yeah oh the, i mean i don't know for both all, of those people might be there yeah for all we know i mean what i'm saying is next time triple l um just do it in urban outfitters across the road oh that'd be really convenient yeah yeah um so yeah so we're not there um so we are back at the uh the temporary wrestle flat, mm-hmm. the pent wrestle house. Yep, sure. Yeah, and um, we we we've got some thoughts about a show what we we just seen. Yep. Um, let's say day two, super strong style sixteen. Yeah. Um, featuring all of the quarterfinal matches for the tournament, as well as some other non-tournament matches, including the final of the natural progression series. To crown Progress's first women's champion. Yes. That headlined the show. It did. Um, uh, so let's talk about our Love the Graps. We're going to broaden it out though, aren't we, a little bit? Yeah. Um, to our whole day. Um, because I think the first Love the Graps ha- took place uh, several hours before doors yes. opened for Super Strong Style 16. Um, and as we mentioned on the last couple of episodes, uh, we arranged a little get-together um, for, I mean, ostensibly listeners to this podcast, yeah. but also uh, just general wrestling friends. Yeah, I think most people there were listeners. Yeah, yeah, um, or at least followers on Twitter. Yeah. Because um, that's that's how we communicated most of it. Yeah, they love um, our hot content. <laughs> yeah, because... We are like pumping out hot, <laughs> steaming content from that Twitter account on an it's almost steaming, a, right. almost twice weekly basis. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, we, so we were at Belushi's this morning at 10.30. Um, we had a good good group. I think we probably had over like a 20 yeah, people. Yeah, 20 yeah. people um, in a nice, nice back area. Yeah, we had a whole little area cordoned off. Freezing cold. <laughs> they, they had the air conditioning on as high as humanly possible. Yeah, I think they must have heard wrestling fans were coming. Yeah, because they are hot and sweaty. Yeah, and <laughs> right, pump that up. Pump that up, because we don't want the smell getting around. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was probably as cold as you can legally get without <laughs> calling it a freezer. My hands were really cold. <laughs> yeah. And then when we walked from that back room mm. into the main bit of the bar, yeah, it, it was, was like, like a heat wave. <laughs> toasty, positively toasty. It was like... It was like being out all day in the middle of winter and getting home <laughs> to your mum's house that's yeah. had the radiator on all day. But that part, mm. um, I really enjoyed it. And it was really nice to speak to some people, uh, find out their little grap stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just find out how they were enjoying the weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people seem to be there in little groups, but then there are a few people yeah. flying solo. Yeah. And, you know, we're happy to sort of... Um, bring people under our umbrella if they want to they want to hop under and in fact later in the day we met another guy who didn't come to the breakfast who almost came under your umbrella when you were waiting for the Kohurabushi show (laughs) came under my umbrella I must have had my back to him (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Um, talking of umbrellas that's true yeah. yeah I lost that umbrella I left it in the resistance gallery I didn't need it anymore it's a pound shop umbrella was one of the best purchases I've ever made. Have they got like an day. elephant's foot with loads of umbrellas in it? Yeah, maybe. They, they should have. Well, it was more of a sort of a small fold-up one. So It'd those... be an elephant shrew's foot? Yeah, maybe. It was bigger than that. Come on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, really nice um, morning. Um, it was a really nice thing to do. Um, I don't know where whether we would... Whether there be a, the right occasion to try and do something like well, that again. Well, Chikara's coming up. Yeah. Uh, King Trios yeah. in Birmingham. So I think we could probably yeah, arrange something similar there. Out. We won't be staying in Birmingham, likely, no. will we? So, But th- that doesn't mean it's untenable. No. Um, so if that's something that en- people would be interested in, I'd really yeah. love to hear um, people's thoughts and opinions. Because... Even like those shows are going to be a li- little later on, aren't they? They're not. They're not afternoon shows quite. I've no idea. It's in the future. Future Alan's worrying about that. That's in September. That's many, many moons away. It is. Um, but yeah, if 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 that's something that appeals to you, let us know and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Um, and maybe sometime down the line we'll do a live podcast. Yeah. And you can watch us talk. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth looks really weird when I talk. Yeah, and your face. <laughs> well, my face, my, my mouth lives in my face. Yeah, and the rest of you. Sometimes you fall off chairs. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed this morning, and I've really enjoyed everybody we've met so far this weekend. There's still another day to go. Yeah. And I'm meeting new people every day. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So um, yeah, lovely. Mm-hmm. It's getting out there. And do you know what? Today I got Joe Atherton to buy me a pint. Wow. Can you believe it? In wow. Lon- in London. In fairness, I did pay for his breakfast in the first place, but (laughs) I still count that as Joe Atherton reaching into his pocket and paying a London price for a London pint for another human being that isn't himself because (laughs) he's incredibly selfish. (laughs) That's a burial. (laughs) Um, Talking of burials, though, let's move on to the next point. 
Yeah. Um, he still owes me a chocolate bar, by the way. Oh, yeah, he was going to get you a double decker. He was, he? yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow, talk, Joe. Talk to chocolate bars. I'm I'm not really eating chocolate much at the moment, but I was quite tempted earlier. And the shop ran a corner. The white Twix. A white Twix. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. The Twixes are the colours the, the <laughs> colour that they should be. <laughs> Just because you've been to progress, <laughs> don't get all Nazi. Yeah. There are a couple of moments tonight. Oh, there was a there was a Hitler thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Where progress were... said that that they liked Hitler. Yeah, they said you're worse than Hitler. Yeah, they. But they... that's like them just saying you're worse than our favourite person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which isn't that bad. <laughs> no, really. no. And also later on, uh, there was some. There was some really great. You know, I just really, really great. And I hope the sarcasm is coming across. But just really, really fantastic Jewish jokes. Yes, I love a Jew joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when you start referring to somebody by their religion yeah. only um, I love it when you talk about someone as the king of Jew style <laughs> yeah and I'm um, looking forward tomorrow to ooh. Roy Johnson being referred to as a king of black style yeah um, maybe they could even go for king of coloured style <laughs> it's just to really sort of um, well, drag yeah. us back but anyway yeah so um, burials uh, yesterday and we're just sorry just to clarify we're not saying that progress are racist. No. But just maybe a little bit racist. Yeah, and I'm not entirely sure that David Starr's new music isn't done by Screwdriver. <laughs> it's not, it's a joke, that's a joke, it's a joke. Right, so um, on yesterday's podcast, and to be fair on quite a lot of podcasts that we've done, and mm. quite a lot of in-person meetings with people, it, we, uh, we went heavy on Mark Haskins. Well, it's not necessarily on podcasts. I do a lot of it on Twitter and a lot of it in person. Yeah. I think last night was the first time I've really spoken about Haskins right. on the podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, going forward with a lot of the graps, I think you wanted to talk about Mark Haskins yeah. in particular. Um, my particular concerns about Mark Haskins are, are similar to yours in that he always seems to get these title chances and, they, and he doesn't succeed in getting them mm -hmm. and thus why am I buying into this man who is pretty much a loser yeah uh, and that can overshadow the fact that Mark Haskins when he is on his game mm -hmm. which is most of the time yeah is a bloody good professional wrestler yeah and today he had a match with Tyler Bate and mm -hmm. um, WWE's Tyler Bate I don't know if you know that yeah WWE progress Tyler Bate yeah um and some of those idiots were chanting about his belt again, weren't they? So, oh, whatever. That's the, we've done um, that. But yeah, um, and it was a really, really good match. It was a really, really good match. There were points mm -hmm. when I thought they were going to do the unthinkable, and have and, Haskins win, and have Haskins win. Yeah. Well, and, that, that's they had you then. And yeah, and and that did, while the match was going on, kind of spoil my enjoyment of the match. But once the result was safe. Mm. I reflected and thought, do you know what? Them two, particularly Haskins as well, because Haskins was the driver of the match, really. Yeah. Um, they've had a they've had a really really good match yeah, there. They did have a really good match. I still think there's a bit of a um, asterisk on it because it is another example of progress doing the progress thing with British strong style. Which is not allowing them to be particularly strong. Tyler Bate could have won that match. Yeah. Because later on, 
Pete and Trent won their tag match without any shenanigans. Yeah. Like, so why, like, Tyler could have won that. Yeah. Well, maybe. And it's not keeping the other person strong. Yeah. It's making Tyler look weaker. But maybe that will come into play. Are you telling me that I have to sit and you wait to, to see if the progress storyline plays out yes. in an entertaining and coherent <laughs> way? Because you sounds, my friend, like you've drunk the Kool-Aid. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm not going to brile you up. <laughs> you I'm, I'm not going to get... sounding really briley today. <laughs> I, I thought, because you, you were looking quite breezy earlier, but you, you're now starting to briley. sound a bit briley. No, but um, yeah, I, I, I want to say to Haskins... You, you did good today, kid. Yeah, I'm sure that will mean the world to you. <laughs> and I was the one who went hardest yeah. yesterday. And yeah, I was really enjoying that match. Um, I, as I say, I could have done without the shenanigans finish. Yeah. I'd rather have had something cleaner. Um, in fairness, it was the exception. Yeah. Like, we haven't had lots of that. No. But I will say the idea of... Haskins and Jimmy Havoc, who came out to make the save, going after British Strong Style, just fills me with complete apathy. <laughs> well, we don't know that's going to happen. Well, we? I mean, that's kind of what it looked like. Well, maybe. Maybe. It may be, they may be forming a, a stable to, in opposition. I think strong and stable <laughs> is the wrong phrase. An unstable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, third bit because we do it in threes we do yeah three, um, three is a magic number <laughs> is um, third bit of Love the Graps mm -hmm. which if you are a fan of wrestling yeah and you were going to put together a, a list of what you loved about this show um, if you didn't put this thing at the top of that list you're an idiot yeah an absolute an absolute bonehead. In fact, it's not even just fans of wrestling. If you're fans of men, <laughs> if you're the, if you're fans of motion, yeah. If you're um, fans of gravity, of time moving forward, yeah. Um, just anything, any concept you can imagine. If yeah. you're a fan of it, this this match ticked. If the, you're if you're a fan of shoeless stoners with great abs and big old cannonball shaped men <laughs> then this is the match for you yeah it was um jeff cobb yeah uh, who is the shape of a cob yeah <laughs> he is really. so he's aptly named yeah uh versus matt riddle who he really is a bit of a riddle he's isn't not he? at all he's no, not he's not everything's right there on the surface <laughs> yeah um uh and they they conspired to have uh, a bit of a classic yeah, really, I said during the interval, it was the match that went into the interval. Um, it was one of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah. And I'm not one to make lists. I'm not a lister. No. I'm not. He's a, in the next yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a list maker. I'm not a ratings person. No. Um, I like to feel it yeah. in the moment. My, my um, rating is, does it pop? And it popped. Yeah. And there, there were moments that you'll know when I'm, if you sat near me, at a wrestling show you know when I'm into it because I make noises like what <laughs> uh, what did you do that for um, things like that yeah um, and afterwards I will say things like those two people are idiots <laughs> <laughs> because they've got complete disregard 
for each other's bodies while still at the same time having a lot of respect. Yeah. Yeah. It was they just threw each other around a lot. Yeah. Hit each other a lot. Yeah. And just really had a fun wrestling match because they're a tag team. Yeah, I yeah. mean the after, chosen bros. They're a tag team after a fashion. Yeah. Like well, they're no, not, they're going after the titles in PWG. Yeah, but the, there's hardly a lot of established tag teams in PWG, are there? Well, there's the chosen bros. The chosen bros. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I can't recommend the match enough. No, um, I've seen them have a couple of matches before yeah well this um, match was on evolve last week yeah i haven't seen that one and that match was good mm. it was a shorter match than today's um and i really really enjoyed it yeah but today's just blew it out of the water yeah and Cobb's a weird one in that i haven't always loved his matches no like because he's got some stuff that he does yeah. Like like for instance yesterday's match um he, he the last 30 seconds were really entertaining yeah. against Nathan Cruz. But he took a lot of heat before that. Yeah. Um and you know the, the he the, when he gets to do the explosive stuff he looks great. Yeah. But sometimes some of the other stuff it's just a bit like you're just another guy. Yeah. Um, you know when he is made to look like a a, a monster, yeah. Um, he he looks fantastic, and the the way and this is kind of playing into how Riddle works is that he doesn't really play by the rules of a lot of of a a lot of the way wrestling's presented. No, in that it's a lot of no selling. Yeah, of things, and that worked really well for these two guys. Yeah. And and Cobb hit a destroyer on Riddle. Yeah, that was the second of three destroyers so far this weekend. Yeah, we've had the Camden destroyer um, yeah. by uh, Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. We had the Hawaiian destroyer. Yeah, by Jeff Cobb and the Jeru- Jerusalem driver. Yeah, which was a destroyer, not instigated by the person delivering the destroyer no it was Trent Seven and Pete Dunne were destroyed yeah they were flipped over yeah man um, by hand yeah by um, David Starr and, and Pastor William Easy yeah but yeah so go out your way yeah see that match yeah um, my favourite part of the match was that bit where Jeff Cobb just picked Matt Riddle up and just swung him around for a bit yeah, that was so Swung weird. him here, swung so him weird. there. It was like they were in swingers. Yeah. It's like he's dancing with him yeah, for a bit. Yeah. But not the kind of rubbish dance that young bucks do. No. Um, this was kind of a forceful dancing. It was like swing dancing, yeah. Yeah. It was, it, I, could, I, I pictured um, uh, Riddle in a, in a big flowing hoop skirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Do you often do that? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Right. Um, so... Let's get on to not my graps. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag not my graps. Yeah. Um, should we? We were going to talk about this yesterday, but we already had enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, not my graps, which yeah. sounds bad because it sounds like we didn't enjoy the show yesterday, but we did. And we enjoyed the show again today. Yeah. And, but and this is an ongoing thing. This is thing an ongoing as well. thing. It's a thing that's already been discussed kind of in length online um but it is a thing that's affecting the shows yes 
Um, I think I. So this, let's get to the point. Okay. Um, the progress of made decision over the last few shows to move towards um, custom music or generic music yeah. or unrecognisable music, <laughs> unmemorable music yeah. um, for their wrestlers. Um, I'm not sure 100% what the impetus for this is because progress are very cagey about um as as i understand it it's to do with the amount of subscribers they've now got on demand progress and it's reached a point where they would have to pay more for the music than they would like to sure but i think it is tiered okay yes i believe that that is potentially a factor but i think it's also worth noting that this is happening whilst the relationship with WWE. Of course, yeah, I don't think um, you can rule that out. So I think whilst there's a possibility that their programming might be used by WWE in some sort of way, yeah, it is wise to have it ready. And also, so I, I think there's been a lot of ideas about fixes ways that you could still present the shows in a way that is enjoyable to the live audience yeah so with the existing music that everybody's familiar with um and then perhaps overdubbed on recording or just cut out altogether yeah pwg yeah do that yeah loads of companies do that with their um with like their video on demand and dvds yeah um and that way the live crowd still get the yeah, full sure effects so, but it's for that reason that I think it might be more a WWE related course, thing yeah. than a Progress wanting to save money thing because Progress could save money by just going back to the presentation that they used to have which was that PWG style yeah because you've got Jim the way he does his ring announcing he waits until they're all in the ring anyway yeah, so, so you, you don't do it, even yeah. need to do the announcing during the entrances no um, so you could easily cut that out and they it feels see, to me like, and WWE, they're not going to use footage that's edited in a weird way like that. They want, no. they want the entrances, they want the presentation in in a way that is familiar to they the bloody WWE. Bloody love audience. an entrance, don't they? Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid and I first started watching WWE, I just wanted to watch the entrance and the finish. That was it. I didn't care about anything else. You're still same, really, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I could have made a joke about your sex life then, but I um, decided not to. Good, I, I'm glad I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, now, usually, I mean, music is a, an artistic endeavour, mm. and I, I'm I'm hesitant to criticise an artistic endeavour because there is a human being behind it who has, has put their heart and soul into it. However, I think I can safely say, with the music progress you're using, no human being has been anywhere <laughs> near it. <laughs> there is no soul in it. There is no heart in it. it. It's a tough one because, I mean, music isn't easy, right? But loads of people do it. And it's e it's a lot easier to make boring and generic music than it is to make something interesting that stands out. So you do get a lot of bands that just churn out stuff that is... 
their, their main aim is to make something that sounds like their influences and that's how you end up with a lot of really dull music mm. um, Progress put out a call to their audience um, for music and you would think that they must have some creative people that could offer up some catchy stuff and, and in fairness I think there are a couple of things that work and it's just going to take getting used to um, I don't mind Zack Sabre Jr.'s theme. On, honestly, they don't use him regularly enough for that to be a major issue anyway. No. Um, Flash Morgan Webster's theme works perfectly fine. My my issue with them is that the whole build, part well, part of the build, not the whole build, part mm. of the build of this this current revival in not just British indie wrestling but indie wrestling as a whole yeah has been built around personality yeah and that personality is very well established by the songs that people come out to and they are songs yeah whereas these are pieces of music yeah they're, they're not verse chorus verse there's no crescendo to them well the thing is I think they are songs really like but then I think they're just uninteresting yeah. songs like I think part of to play into the point you made there um, about the sort of boom that we're in and, and how it's wrapped into personality progress very specifically progress um, they're tied very closely to the, the that, that presentation Yeah, they are one of the few companies that you can be guaranteed are going to have a good sound system in their venues because they use music venues it's one of the reasons that you know good wrestling that myself and my brother run insisted on finding and using a music venue to run our yeah. shows because there is nothing worse to me than a entrance that you just cannot hear the music of or somebody talking over a microphone that is just muffled and sounds like garbage like that, even Fight Club Pro have had this issue in the past, yeah. where they've got a weak PA that doesn't suit the space. Um, Attack have had it. Like it, there, there are bad PAs out there that people are using for wrestling shows. Rev Pro have never got this right in nope. in York Hall. Um, you know that's their biggest venue. It's one of the most prestigious venues for wrestling in London, in the country, and they can't get the sound right. And it means we don't hear Andy Q's sweet rock CD <laughs> in, one, in the way it's that it's one, intended it's to. one rock CD that he bought in a petrol station 10 years <laughs> ago. Um, and Progress, as I say, are very much tied into that. You know, they've, they've, they obviously took a lot of care for a long time to find bits of music that fit their talents yeah like you know there were people that were coming in who had established themes and they were like no we'd quite like you to use this bit of music yeah and it really worked for them um and there are characters now that i just can't see coming back to progress i can't what is rampage brown gonna do i know rampage brown as good as rampage brown is i'd say 70 percent of what gets him over with the progress crowd is the hate breed song that he enters to. Yeah. Um, you know, Eddie Dennis has already come out to different music than Party Hard. Don't work, does it? No. 
And and just when Mark Andrews's music hits, yeah. Because if you're not familiar, Mark Andrews is in a band, yeah. and thus there was no problem obtaining the rights to his music. Yeah. Um, so whatever deal they needed to cut was very easy to cut, and so the music that Mark Andrews has always come out to, or at least since he recorded For this song while, with yeah. his band, um, is still the music that he comes out to now, and it and it was so noticeable so re- remarkable mm-hmm. with the others okay maybe again you, you know as you said it's early days people are looking around going who's this yeah who is this um it's a tough one because they they made a decision and they've got to stick with it now no they haven't well no maybe they don't but they're choosing to um and i guess if you want to be a fan of progress, you're just going to have to suck it up, aren't you? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Is it something we can get past? Probably, because I think for a lot of us as, as wrestling fans, the entrance isn't the most important thing. Like, we're, we're there to see good wrestling. Um, and we can sort of, we can get past it. But that doesn't mean it's not something that has affected our enjoyment. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the next Not My Graps. And this is kind of... It's it's not really a Not My Graps. It's a kind of, like, what the... Why? why? And that's... um. There was a, a gentleman announced for this tournament. And people got very excited about it. Yeah. And I... Did they? I think there were there were there were some people that were very excited about it. I yeah, I, I don't know whether that's people that carry on. Yeah. Um and in the two days so far, he has failed to deliver in a way which can only be described as spectacular. Yeah. Um and this is Flamita. Yeah. I'm sure the people I whose opinions I really respect speak highly of Flamita. Mm-hmm. I've not seen that much of him myself to be able to judge. Yeah. But he has just been an ordinary wrestler. He, he's been like one of the more underwhelming luchadors yeah. that have been brought over to, to this country apart from maybe Alberto Del Rio, his little brother. Yeah. Who's terrible. Um, yeah, he... <laughs> He's not brought anything to the show that really Damon Moser couldn't have brought to no. the show. So I was I was talking to some people about this after the show. And I listened to um, Jim Smallman's podcast a little while ago after the announcement that Flamita had been made. Um, and he was talking about Flamita. And he was talking about... It was almost like the story of why he likes Flamita so much. And it sounded, from what I can gather, that he'd read a book by Arnold Furious, mm-hmm. where he'd spoken about Flamita and explained a couple of his moves. And at that point, Jim Smallman fell in love with him. So it and and he went on to talk about the the muscle buster, gut buster thing that he yep. does, um, and explain that. And that seemed to be the extent of it. Like, it was like you'd fallen in love with this one move. And there are a couple of wrestlers that I've done that with. Um, first time I saw Trevor Lee, 
and he's got this like um crossbody shooting star press thing that he does um like running shooting star with a crossbody it's weird i think it's amazing um but it sounds like it almost sounds like you've seen some gifs now see the wrestler yeah. like and that that isn't enough like there's a re- that maybe there's a reason this guy has never been to the uk before yeah like, but the thing is i can understand where jim's coming from because i fell in love with super crazy mm-hmm. before i'd even seen him wrestle from reading about him and seeing photos of him in power slam magazine yeah, but would you have booked him to come over to the uk possibly if i had the money yes because yeah. i'm an idiot um but with Flamita, it's even like it's interesting you mentioned that that move because one of the things I was going to say about him was that that move and there was one other he, that he did that there are a couple moves that he's got where they are potentially more dangerous to do in the traditional way than to do the the way that he yeah, does to yeah, drop yeah. people onto his knees. Yeah, um, and it's just we've seen some spectacular luchadors. Yeah. Um, Ray Phoenix yep. is a regular visitor to these shores yep. and is fucking outstanding. Yeah. And when you hear the hype and get excited about a wrestler, when they fail to deliver, it is very disappointing. Yeah. I, I think, I know, it's not worked. After the match with Travis Banks today, which didn't make Travis Banks look particularly fantastic either. No. I mean, he didn't look bad, but it, it you know, I was t- again, I was talking to somebody after the show, and they were like, "I know everybody's raving about Travis Banks, but I didn't see it today." I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Um, but you know, let's let's see how he shapes up against Zack Saber Junior tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> I just. Uh, at the at the end of the match, there was a please come back chant, and it felt to me like, were you watching the same matches yeah. I've been watching? I don't I don't want him back. I don't want him back tomorrow, but he has got another chance tomorrow. Has he? We don't even know. They haven't announced. Well. They've they were very cagey about who's wrestling on what day. So, mm. um, presumably he'll be back tomorrow, and maybe they'll protect him a bit more you put him in a multi-man he might yeah. look really spectacular yeah. but but he hadn't he didn't he hasn't done anything spectacular no like his finish is two splashes off the top row yeah. a frog splash and then the 450 like that that's, that's weird it's a like, setup move yeah i mean well i mean obviously they're two spectacular moves but it's it's like just pick one yeah like what are you doing i don't know just it feels like there's an infinite number of luchadors out there that you could have picked and and you've kind of gone with one that i wasn't familiar with before um and one that 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 seems to have been justified by the fact that he he hasn't been great yeah so should we move on to the final one yeah let's go let's Um, do it it's I've got a really heavy heart about this one. Yeah. But it is me. I would say Chris was not entirely on board with, with putting this in. I, but he has acquiesced. and But I, I felt that I had to. Yeah. And it, it was the main event. Yeah. 
which was Ginny versus Laura Di Matteo versus Tony Storm for the Women's Natural Progression Series to crown the first ever women's champion. Um, lovely belt, by the way. Yeah, I mean, they have gone for a smaller version of the, yeah. <laughs> of the progress title, but yeah. I mean, Which is fine, because I often say women are just smaller men. You do often say that. Yeah. Um, maybe too often. Yeah. Um, so, they are three women of varying ability. Uh-huh. Uh, from Tony Storm, who is very polished, um, very, very accomplished uh, veteran now of tours in Japan. Um, she recently went 30 minutes with Ayo Shirai and is you know, one of the top women in the world now. Yeah. Um, and you have Ginny, uh, who has less experience, um, has been to, to fewer places. Um, but has had a few high-profile matches. Yeah. And then you have Laura Di Matteo, who less experienced again and, and less high-profile matches. Um, they're at various stages of their career. I don't think they made the right choices in their match structure tonight. And three ways are difficult. They're, they're very difficult to work. And they were put in the main event. And... I'm not sure that if you take them as wrestlers rather than women wrestlers, they're the combined um, level of ability and experience warranted a main event. Yeah, and they made some some choices in the main event where I couldn't enjoy the match because I were I was a feared for their safety. Um, they. There, there were several moments where they... It, I, I won't call it reckless, um, although it did appear at times to be a little bit reckless, but perhaps they were trying too hard to impress. Yeah. And were going a bit all out when they should have reined it in a bit more. Yeah. I, it is... It's a real tough one. Because you don't want to ever be like there, there were moments as the match went on and particularly towards the end of the match where the crowd were chanting for women's wrestling yeah. which always I I understand the sentiment you're trying to be supportive but you're also it's a little bit reductive by going you know this is women's wrestling this is the wrestling that the women do yeah good work women which or it doesn't sit right with me because I mean people also chant big lads wrestling yeah but that is a style and also that's a bit tongue in cheek yeah like but when you're chanting women's wrestling it's it's you going actually I quite like this women's wrestling yeah um as I say it's reductive and I think that progress should probably actively discourage it if I'm honest especially if they're going forward with a women's division um, I think in the hopefully in the long run, the decision to have Tony Storm win will bear out to be the right decision. Yeah, because she can have matches with both Ginny and Laura, um, which will be of a higher quality than matches that Ginny and Laura would have without her. Yeah, I um, I think as well that it was unfair to put them in a three way. Yeah, the three-way hampered them because 
it, it's it's an unnatural circumstance in terms of you know a fight isn't it yeah like it doesn't make sense in a lot of ways and it's also got that ridiculousness of you can't have a dq in a three-way when, when you can have a dq in a three-way uh and there was a bit where Ginny put a plastic bag on laura's head and that just got a warning me, that made me feel really uncomfortable yeah um like i don't know what that's trying to say like like what what is that statement is that saying that the character of Ginny shops at marks and spencers and will use a marks and spencer carrier bag to try and murder you yeah like that 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 is that i mean i'm maybe i'm reaching with this one but the idea of a women's wrestling match where a shopping bag gets used as a weapon yeah i i think as i say i think i'm probably reaching with that one well, but i can't pretend it didn't pop into yeah. my mind um i think i, I don't want to say that we've we've been spoiled but obviously we're not your average wrestling fans no and we're not your average progress fans because we do seek out more than progress will offer um and we have been going to the top women's wrestling promotion in the uk yep um pro wrestling eve um on as regular a basis as you can as soon as they don't run um all that often um and it's notable that (laughs) that of the three women in this match um then I think you'd put one of them in the top 10 women's wrestlers in this country. Yeah. And very highly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. would be right there at the, towards the top of that list. Yeah. But you could go to a Pro Wrestling Eve mat, um, show and see close to a dozen wrestlers that are stronger performers, um, a lot more well-rounded and more able to sort of carry a match forward. Yeah. Better than than um, you got to kind of say who 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 you talk about about than Ginny and Laura, and that's their that's yeah. their experience level. Yeah, Ginny was in the first women's match on a progress show two years ago. Yeah, at the first Super Strong Style weekend, um, and she's come on loads since then. I mean, <laughs> I will say there were people saying that that was the best women's match they've ever seen at the time, um, and it was not the best women's match I've ever seen by a long shot Um, and there'll be people today saying that's the best women's match I've ever seen and I think that's a shame because there there is some really fantastic women's wrestling out there if you want to go and seek it there are matches with all three of these women um, in different you know combinations that you'll see much better matches out of them. Yeah. Um, I think Laura's got a world of potential. Um, she just needs to be wrestling more people than just... She needs more dates. Yeah, she needs more dates. She needs to not be just wrestling the Projo people. Yeah. Because um, the Projo, as, as much as I like the guys coming out of there, they still haven't produced like a great wrestler yet. Like, no. they haven't produced a real world beater mm. um, 
The uh, thing is, though, if I'm if I'm going to be constructive, and I like to be constructive, yeah, I like we to should, be positive. We should be. I, I, I'm trying to be. The, the last couple of minutes, uh, to, to the last five oh, it definitely minutes, came together. they pulled it back together. Yeah. They stopped being so reckless. Um, stop being. Um, it, they were a combination of reckless and tentative, and like yeah. I, I think they started to get more confident. As yeah, the, I think as match nerves went. probably played a huge part yeah. in it, and hopefully that won't happen again. Yeah. Um, and I think going forward, there's a lot to build on. Yeah. And now it's out the way. Um, I'm not always the biggest fan of having a women's division in a male promotion, but if you're gonna do <laughs> yeah. it, then okay, you're gonna do it. So let's make it the best we can. And the fact that tomorrow, on day three, the two women going for the number one contenders are Katie Harvey and Kaylee Ray, which means that the next, or I presume the first um, actual title match with a champion defending is going to be Tony Storm against one of those two girls. Yeah. And that will be great. Yeah. Because all three of those yeah. women are experienced and really really good and I don't think they will feel the need to take the shortcuts that were taken in today's yeah. match it, I mean just to sort of I know I feel like I need to sort of temper some of this with, with some some good vibes about the, the, the women involved I mean Tony Storm obviously she's a known quantity and, and uh, has kind of proven herself around the world Ginny, I, I, I do. She's obviously a fantastic character. She's got that down to a T, and she's had it since day one, basically. Yeah. And that's what's gotten her where she where she is today. Yeah. And the work is getting a and the work so is getting better. a lot better. I think that her strikes look really good. I think yeah. that's something that she's always been really strong at, especially you know when matched against Pollyanna, it, it really. And in fact, on, the, the difference was on Thursday night, the two of them. we saw Ginny against Tony Storm one yes, on one, did, yeah. and it was really good. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was that was really good. Um, so Ginny is more than capable. It's just it, the the three. I think really the main thing was that the nerves and the three way. Yeah, like, and as I say, Laura, you know, she has got loads of potential. She's very like. She's got a, a sort of intensity to her that yeah. not a lot of women, like the majority of women wrestlers, don't necessarily have because there's still um, a, te a template built on a more old-fashioned style of yeah. women's. She's wrestling. got a likable charisma, yeah, and a certain um, unknowable quality to her. That it's you, yeah, you. I, like, I feel we've seen a lot of Elizabeth stroke Laura Di Matteo yeah. but I don't really know that much about her and I quite like that yeah because th there's there's a tendency for um, and it's something that we spoke about with the Eve show um, that it's hard to present women like the, the sort of heroes the, the, the good guys yeah Eve Eve struggled with it a little bit um, and I think that that's because there's a tendency to just try and make somebody fun and likable. Like, the, uh, I don't know, like, it's the girl next door. Like, it's somebody you'd be mates with. But also, by the same token, that's not what everybody wants in their male wrestlers. No. Some of them, they want to be, like, badasses. Yeah. 
and Laura with some real seasoning and some real experience under her belt could be that sort of a character you know she's small but she obviously has a combat sports background um, and she's trying to bring that element yeah. to her wrestling um, there's, there's one more thing I wanted to mention about this match and it's not really in a not my graps but I feel it has to be mentioned and I think you remarked on it as well to me and that's, there was a point in the match where Ginny told the front row to move. Yes. So she could throw Tony Storm into a row of chairs. And they didn't. Yeah, there was, the, in particular, there was one fella. Because I think what they were actually doing was a spot where Ginny would put oh, Laura right, yeah. into a chair okay, and yeah. then charge at her. Yeah. Um, and the fella just removed and refused to get out of his seat. Yeah. And it undermined the whole thing. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't have done that for Pete Dunne. He wouldn't have done it for any man on the card. No. Um, um, and it's just, play the game. Yeah, I, I think that was... First I think, rule of progress. Don't I think be a that was dip. completely unacceptable. I think that the security team that they have on hand, like basically their trainees, should be there telling people to move out of the way. Yeah. If, if, they're, if the wrestlers are telling them to move out of the way, you move out of the way. Yeah. You see it in New Japan, yeah. When you watch the the young boys there, um, are moving the crowd out of the way, yeah. Um, and but, and they're and they're generally pretty good at it. But today that was a failure, and it, to the point where Ginny had to basically go to the other end of the yeah, room where people to do were. exactly the same spot. Um, I think it's unacceptable, and I just worry sometimes. I mean, we, we had a lot of criticism yesterday about the. Um, the audience and I don't want to be one of those fans that tells other fans how to behave at the wrestling but everybody should be playing along yeah. at the very least Yeah. don't ever think that the decisions you make are better than the decisions that the wrestlers are making you're there you're paying to watch them do what they do Yeah. and don't you ever contradict what the wrestlers nope. are doing um Having said that, I do like telling Chris Brooks what to do. Well, that's that's part of the show. It is. Um, brings it on himself. It does bring it on himself. Um, yeah, just really disrespectful. Yeah. Um, if that guy's listening, you're a fucking dickhead. Yeah. But overall, another good show again. Yeah. Um, slightly uneven, certainly more than yesterday, because you did have that one outstanding Yeah, just today. before the interval as well. It kind of, the, it left the second half trying to play catch up a bit yeah I mean in one way it was sensible to, to put it where it was because if you'd have put it in the second half then That's the matches true. immediately That's following true. it would have struggled yeah um, but it, I say slightly more uneven but I enjoyed the day again I'm very tired yeah um, so I'm hoping to to be a bit more peppy uh, mm. for tomorrow's final day yeah and I think we're going to see some good stuff tomorrow. We've got um, Travis Banks is against Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, it, you know, I haven't seen their match from the Fight Club Pro Dream Tag Team Invitational. No, but we were um, there for the the first clash. Yeah, which was fantastic. And yeah. apparently their, their match, the title match that they had, was, uh, you know, up there as well. Yeah. Um, I don't doubt that that will be... A, 
a real highlight of the weekend. And we've got Riddle versus Tyler Bate, and there will be shenanigans. <sighs> there, there will be, but also I'm, I am dead excited for that. Yeah. Um, because again, tra- talk about Travis Banks. Travis Banks and Tyler Bate have a chemistry that's kind of off the charts. Yeah. Um, and Tyler Bates just coming off of this ridiculous um, NXT match. Um, like, he, he's got to be wanting to really prove himself in front of that progress crowd yeah. at the minute. Because as, as good as the match with Haskins was today, it was... I, I do think it was undermined by the shenanigans yeah. at the end. Um, and I think he knows that um, Riddle is one of the hottest guys as well. Yeah. I think he'll want to really sort of um, and he hasn't had a blow away singles match in progress yet no um, and the thing is we, we're going to get two great semi-finals yep and whichever two men get to the final yep it's going to be a great final yep because the the four men in the semi-finals are such high quality yep. we're going to get a really good women's number one contenders match yep so it should be a really strong cardigan yeah a really strong cardigan <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I really, I really, I've been looking for a really strong cardigan. Um, I know the summer's coming up now, so probably it'll be less cardigan wear, wearing weather. Um, but I'm really glad we're going to find that strong cardigan tomorrow. Delete your account. <laughs> um, um, I want to say, and I haven't written any of these down, um, but I have picked every winner for every match so far in this tournament. Really? Yeah. Well, because my pick from the very beginning was Travis Banks to win the whole thing against Riddle in the final. Yeah. Um, And actually, having said that, I don't think that I've gone out on a limb on any single one of them. No. Like, there haven't been any shocks. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were a couple early on where you it could have gone either way. Yeah. But even then, like, that was things like Haskins and Flash. It's yeah. like, yeah, but it's progress, so Haskins is going to win. <laughs> um, hopefully, I will be borne out to be correct, and we see the crowning of Travis Banks in progress tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I think it's time progress caught up with what the rest of BritRess already knows. Yeah. Um, that Travis Banks is a special talent that they should be taking advantage of. Yeah. I mean, not taking advantage of, but using in a way that yeah, don't take advantage. Maximizes. He's a lovely fellow. His value. I'm sure he would let you take advantage of him. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Wasteman challenge. Um, I, we don't really do predictions on this, no. but I'm going with Martina. Yeah, it's a really good prediction for that. Um, I did want Shea Persa to it's not <laughs> to be answer Shea Persa. it. Uh, well, what I actually want is a combination of Martina and Shay. <laughs> that would be good. Um, I want them to be a. I want them to be an ongoing comedy duo now, yeah. um, with Chris Roberts following behind, having to clean up after them. Yeah, I think Martina's a good shout though. Yeah, um, Scroobius Pitt is another. another well, shout. yeah, but we've all been saying that for for a long, long time yeah. now, haven't we? Um, who, who was it? somebody said earlier? Um, that Zach should come out if Zach had lost today. Yeah. Zach should come out, at which point he brings out Jeremy Corbyn, who then brings out Skepta, <laughs> <laughs> which obviously would be uh, fantastic and yeah. ridiculous. Danny DeVito is in town as well, apparently. Danny DeVito, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he could answer the Wasteman challenge. Yeah, he well he's um he's got a wrestling character, hasn't he? In in that TV show. 
which right. is like the bin man or something like that. Right, yeah. I've seen I've seen images bin of man it. Bin man challenge. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of works. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, good show. Looking forward to tomorrow. Um, sorry we didn't get to London Lucha League. Um, if you want to find out what happened there, I'm sure that there are plenty of people on Twitter that are going. Yeah. Um, Carl Gack's gone. He's a Bacon Junior fan. He is. He's Bacon Junior's number one fan. Yeah, and Bacon Junior's his number one fan. Yeah, they're they're really in a mutual loving relationship. They got a bromance. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really yeah. nice to see. Um, yeah, hit Carl up. So yeah, hit Carl up, and I'm sure he will rave about the show. Um, so tomorrow we'll well we're gonna try and work out what we're doing tomorrow because yeah. after the show we're not coming back to this um, delightful Airbnb. We are having to make our way home, um, and we are kind of going our separate ways after the ballroom. So we're gonna try and find a way to record. Um, and, and get something up as soon as possible and ho- um, hopefully tomorrow night yeah. rather than later um, but yeah this has been fun so far yeah yeah. I like doing these it's cool isn't it yeah on the road yeah um, and uh, yeah I don't know is there anything else to say no so tell them to go to bed go and um, make sure you subscribe to our new feed been going on and on about that but i haven't got any stats so i don't know whether you've been doing it or not um so do 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 that and maybe let us know that you've done it and let your friends know that you've done it and that they should do it um we want we want millions of listeners (laughs) to this basically we'd quite like to be one of those sets of podcasters that give up their jobs and just do this for a living yeah um because that happens, doesn't it? Does like, it? There are people that are doing that. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Better than we are, though. Nah, we're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we're amongst the best podcasts there are. Yeah. People have been telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. People have been telling me that. They're like, Chris, you've got a wonderful, <laughs> creamy, caramel voice. Was that Joe Afton again? It was, yeah. He's really been weird, really weird recently. <laughs> um uh, so yeah, do do share it. Um, Twitter, love the graps. Um, I'm muscly babies on Twitter. Um, Alan is indie sleaze. Um, still go and head over check out Scott uh, War Prods. Um, he's got the working arrest hold rest hold mania coming up very yeah. soon. It is sold out, but who knows. These things tend to happen. I, I haven't got any insight into it, but who knows whether tickets might become available. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, like, really, don't, I mean, I haven't got any... I've got zero insight. <laughs> um, maybe just break in. We're just talent. Um, we're not. We're not talent, talented at all. Uh, so until tomorrow evening, um, it is now um, 9.42. Jesus. Um, go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are tied. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills.